Welcome to Come. Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder Richard Case and co-host and retreat leader Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, how are you good doing? Morning. doing this morning? Here we are in uh, our second week of uh, overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety, uh, which is a... <laughs> Uh, pretty common topic right now. Uh, it amongst, is. Uh, it is. Uh, everybody in the world, interesting enough, and then of course Christians are, are uh, 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 in that same boat, really. And there's a struggle with um, not only do they worry and have fear and anxiety, but they kind of know I'm not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought God, you know, would give me a life where I can overcome that because it says, and, mm-hmm. we, and we know in scripture, be anxious for nothing. Right. Uh, and cast all your cares on yeah. him. And, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And, and we hear from each other, uh, well, don't be anxious about this. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, stop it in a sense. <laughs> and we say, I'm trying. Uh, right. But the truth is, in my heart, and again, remember the heart is the soul, the seat of your mm-hmm. emotions, your your intellect, your feelings, uh, your uh, personality, your will. Um, I actually have worry uh, because mm-hmm. it I, I and, and it manifests itself really simply in a way as where does your mind go during the day? Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of times, and we when we talk about anxiety, which we'll talk uh, a little bit further about uh, today, is you wake up. And your mind immediately goes to that issue or the things mm-hmm. of life that you um, have been trying to work on. And you start to already work on how do I overcome this? How do I fix this? How do I get through this? And your mind is immediately caught up in that. Uh, and that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what worry looks like. And even though, and you say to yourself, well, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but <laughs> the mm-hmm. truth is that I, that's, what I, that's where my heart goes. Uh, and you can't and you can't stop it because interesting enough, the soul is is absolutely true to itself, and that is mm-hmm. if you are angry, if you are feeling uh, upset, if you're worried, if you're fearful, you can't talk yourself out of it. Uh, right. You can't say I shouldn't be. It's like well, it is. You know, uh, and that's why God's view of it is well. Don't look at it as a judgment, but rather, given that you are there, let me you know bring remedy to it, uh, which we'll talk about right. today. We're going to get into that today. Uh, another aspect of anxiety that um, I've had discussions with people about is um, it kind of uh, drifts to the state of the world per se, and that um, there there becomes, and again, uh, we describe it as this low level infection is. Mm-hmm. Um, life itself is getting more and more difficult because of the craziness of, you know, the world I'm living in, which is both, Mm -hmm. um, uh, let's say, uh, led by, you know, by governments and 
and things that set policy that impact me, economics uh, that happen to me, uh, even companies that can come up with policies that I have trouble with. And you know, one of the things that I've had to deal with uh, with people around worry and anxiety is something, uh, it's not simple, but it's, but it's in a way it is, it's my company said, I need to have, I got to take this vaccine to keep working. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm hearing from God not to. Uh, right. and, and again, remember, we've talked about this, that it's not absolute and it's not uh, the mark of the beast and it's not you should or shouldn't. Uh, interesting enough that the Christian community is is attacking each other on this, right. which, by the way, causes another level of anxiety is, right. I got this issue, whether I should or shouldn't, my own family is attacking me. It's divided on and it. Divided and divided on yeah. us. And they telling me, if we don't do this, I'm not going to see them. And uh, we're not getting along. And it's a mm -hmm. topic of discussion that we fight over. Uh, and and so the state of the world tends to when it when it when it's getting what I call getting more difficult to operate in mm -hmm. because of all these things that are going on. And by the way, uh, in our lifetime, uh, because of technology, mm -hmm. <laughs> unfortunately, we know about it. So <laughs> right, right. So. Um, uh, you know, the, the cell phone, the text, the, uh, we know immediately the, most things the emails, that are going on, yeah. uh, you know, the way that things happen around the world, uh, it becomes known. And, and again, because of the way that, that the world functions, uh, the focus is on the negative, mm -hmm. you know, simple, uh, which I don't do, but, uh, uh, when I have done it, I've watched the news. Yeah. Well, there's rarely <laughs> any good stories. Right. It's not about hallelujah, look at what this happened. It's like this awful thing happened, this awful thing happened, mm -hmm. this awful thing happened. And uh, it promotes, you know, the fear and the negative. And, mm -hmm. uh, and if you don't, and then, um, there, you know, the advertisements and the political campaigns. And uh, interesting enough, um, I rarely anymore see a, a political campaign go to, Here's what I would like to bring to this situation. They've learned the way to win is to attack your enemy. It's to attack, right. And tell them how bad they are mm -hmm. and how fearful you're going to be. If you, if you follow this guy, you're going to have trouble. So you ought to, therefore, by definition, I'll be better because he's worse. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that's the, whole, that's the whole nature of the world is, is negative. So what's happened with COVID and, and the fact that we can't operate normally mm -hmm. so that you know if we go to uh i just had this happen to me um where um with uh, my family we had developed uh an opportunity to purchase uh, what's called a half a season with the nugget the denver nuggets a mm -hmm. professional basketball team which my grandchildren and you know we love going and yeah you a, guys love to do I, that i get yeah. a chance to bring friends and so i i you know i paid for them um, and we're starting to go because they've just started the season. Well, I just got notified uh, that uh, the arena, because it's in Denver, Denver has its own mm. policies. Right. Uh, and uh, because of the arena said, you can't attend anymore unless you're vaccinated or you uh, get tested the day before. Right. Well, um, 
that's a problem for me and my family because not everyone is vaccinated and the logistics of having to go get tested mm-hmm. and make sure we get the results to be able to prove it when we go that to the right. game. It's just so difficult that our, our uh, answer, and I, I emailed him and I said, well, I think that's not going to work for us. So um, because of your new policy, which wasn't there when I purchased, you know, would, right. you, would you refund the money? And the answer was, yep, they would. And they do. Uh, hmm. But um, we're not going to go. That's good, at least. <laughs> yeah, but we're, but we're not going to go. So um, it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, as you look at that difference, and everybody's faced with this all, all over the place. You know, right. You can't do this. You can do this. This is how it's got to work. Uh, our school system teaches this, and it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, everywhere there's, there's things that aren't, that aren't what we would consider to be, well, that's mm-hmm. really healthy, and that's really good. <laughs> it's getting, in my opinion, worse and worse and worse because it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, and, and the way I look at stuff is uh, I always look at things kind of simply. And when I see something that literally doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. like, that doesn't make sense. Like, really? They're, they're really going to do that? You know, like, for example, there's cities in America that are literally disbanding their police force. Right. Well, but their crime is skyrocketing. And they're still going to disband it. Okay, well, again, I just look at it. And I'm not even talking about whether you should or shouldn't or how it works. I just say, well, does that make sense to you? Right, uh, that, right. That that should happen, you know, and so the world's getting crazier and crazier and crazier. So, well, what could happen with our heart relative to anxiety is it builds this low level of frustration mm-hmm. that starts to carry into everything so that, you know, what just happened to me and my family with the nuggets, I could stay angry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, now I can't go anymore because they changed this policy, which doesn't even make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, of the out- outcomes of it. So um, now I can't go, and now I'm mad about that, and see if I stay mad about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a frustration, and then the next thing builds on top of it, and then the next thing builds on top of right. it. So I'm living a life of anxiety right. out of a what I call a low-level infection, and that I'm just unhappy about mm-hmm. the way life is going, and I don't like it. Right. Um, right. And of course, my, and there, my prayer. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, there is a level, I think, um, I, I come back to the word control um, when I see all of it. And and I think that is a huge source of this, you know, when you talk about this low-level infection, and especially um, in, well, I, probably in everyone, but in Christians, is feeling this sense of everything being out of control. Right. You know, whether it's mm-hmm. whether it's the vaccines, whether it's, the weather and hurricanes and floods and supply chain because of different things, you know, all of these things, suddenly there's a magnitude of things that I no longer have control over, but are directly impacting me and my life. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's leaving this place of low level infection, you know, and anxiety and worry and things that, you know, that we're dealing with fears, everything else. Yeah. 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 And the, yeah. uh, um, I think that's really a good way, a great way of putting it. And uh, again, it builds on itself so that um, Mm -hmm. uh, because of, and we're looking at, uh, there might be more restrictions. And so um, we've been, Linda and I have been testing, working on, uh, okay, let's try, let's try delivery from the local stores. 
mm-hmm. and let's just test it out, see what it's like, how does it work, get it set up. So that My if has been doing that a lot. Yeah. yeah. So that if it it came uh, to where it'd be more difficult to go into a store, well, we could still mm-hmm. have it delivered and we'd be fine. Uh, we've already learned that life can be grand without going to the Nuggets game because. Well, I can still be in fellowship. We can still do things right. together. We can, even if it's at our house, mm-hmm. we can play games. We, we, there's different things that God says you can, you can, re, I can resolve this. Right. If you look and at it, and still bring you joy. And still bring you joy yeah. if you look at it. I mean, so, we, so we are. So uh, we <laughs> uh, signed up with Walmart. Uh, there's an app. Get signed up. Get lined up, and then you order. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we, I placed an order, and again, I'm just testing it out. Uh, and I'm getting fundamental supply stuff, you know, just to see, mm-hmm. okay, what's it like? And uh, they have it online. How's this work? Yeah. Uh, I order these things uh, and now they're going to ship it to me uh, and send it to me. So I think I ordered seven, eight things um, and I get, the, I get the order delivered to my house and there's two things. Mm. And it, there's no explanation, just two things. And the other, right. other uh, five or six didn't show up. So I call. I said, I ordered, and I said, here's my order. I ordered eight, seven, eight things. Mm-hmm. Only two showed up. And they just, all their comment was, well, we don't have it. Right. Uh, what do you mean you don't have it? On your website, you showed it on your site as available at this local store. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that we, we you, you can't count on that. Uh, that's just telling you the item, <laughs> even though we said it's available, that doesn't mean it's available. Oh, OK, so I can't trust your site. No. Um, well, then why didn't you tell me? Because uh, I had to pay for delivery. Right. Uh, so I pay if, if I had known that you weren't going to deliver this. That you were only getting two out of eight. Items. I, I would have just said can, <laughs> cancel the order and I'll just stop by sometime and pick it up because uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to pay this delivery fee. For two items that don't even hardly match the delivery fee. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, no, we don't do that. Uh, we don't, you know, uh, you get what you get, and that's it. And we're not gonna, we're not gonna ship it. We're not gonna give you anything. That's it. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, my reaction is, wait, a, wait a minute. How did what? <laughs> you know, they say it's available. It's not. They don't even inform me that it's not available. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm ordering as if it is available, um, and I pay for the delivery of things that I shouldn't be paying for, you know, and, mm-hmm. well, that can make you angry. Uh, right. And so now right. it's another level of... Level of frustration you know, that look, comes look through. Look at the way, and again, it's literally within a year and a half mm-hmm. that this has all happened. Because two years ago, right. you'd get it delivered 100%, or you'd go to the right. store and it'd be 100% available No to supply chain issues. There's then, no supply yeah. chain issue. Well, what happened? Well, uh, you know, and again, the, com- the common answer is, uh, and we have a, a running joke at our family, is if there's anything wrong at all in the, you know, it, that we're doing, even inside our house, you know, hey, what happened? And we say, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. Right, right. Well, that's, a, you know, that's just a standard answer. Is that, well, what happened? Well, COVID. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I get it. We understand it. But um, can I fix it? See, the answer is mm-hmm. I can't fix that. Right. It's out of your control. It's out. And you just use that word is it's out of my control. Mm-hmm. Now, when we go and we're talking about remedy today, uh, what do we do? We go to God, who we say mm-hmm. is in control. Right. So God, fix it. 
-hmm. fix this supply chain issue so that we, we can get our stuff. Uh, come on, come on, come, come on, come on. Um, and again, God says, well, uh, you need to understand uh, the world and the status of the world is that when Adam and Eve fell, they handed mm -hmm. over authority to Satan. Uh, and you can read this again in Luke uh, where he talks to Jesus and says, I can hand you all the kingdoms of the world, world which should be given to me. And Jesus said, yeah, I know, but I'm not going to follow that. Um, and then John says in uh, 90, uh, 90 AD, 60 years after the resurrection, the world is under the authority control of the enemy. Kill, steal, mm -hmm. and destroy. And he's using self-centered people. And God says, um, uh, and this is why he prayed uh, to the Father, um, I'm not taking them out of the world or changing the world. Mm -hmm. I'm sending them into a very difficult place. And he said, by the way, in the world, you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. So don't pray to me that I just take you out of that, put you in a new Garden of Eden, that's not going to happen. And so when you say that God is in control, is he sovereign? Yes. Is his power superior to everything on earth? Yes. Because why? He created it that way. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't uh, violate that and say, I'm going to wipe out all the difficult things of life so that you can have a good life. He says, you're going to have to walk with me in my kingdom and mm -hmm. let me resolve the issues that you have. And so... Yes, we're losing control. Yes, I can't fix them myself. And by mm -hmm. the way, I don't like them. Um, is that bad? No. See, it's not bad. It's, okay, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't like that. But the key is, are you focused consistently on, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it, I wish it was different, I wish it was different. That builds up this level of anxiety. Mm -hmm. uh, because you're constantly frustrated with tomorrow's interesting stupid thing that happens uh, and it's just oh my gosh look at this oh my gosh look at this and uh and by the way we don't get it and on top of it real stuff's happening to me mm -hmm. uh that i'm worried about uh in terms of is this going to get resolved so you can you can picture <laughs> why there's a problem uh, right absolutely and, and god says i understand that but i have a remedy for it uh we talked last time about all the natural causes uh, in the world, yes, uh, they're going to cause you things to worry about, be fearful about. It's a spiritual issue underneath it all. And that mm -hmm. is, if you continue to try to fix this yourself, you're going to go deeper and deeper into not having it resolved. Uh, mm -hmm. And you're separating from the very power that can resolve it. And now your worry is getting deeper, your anxiety is getting deeper, your fear is getting mm -hmm. deeper. Why? Because it's not getting resolved. Well, why? Well, because you're trying to do it in the natural and, mm -hmm. and you can't. The resolution is in the spiritual. Right. So, well, we got to learn that. Uh, we got to understand what that is. Okay. So the first one that we'll talk about is that, um, uh, and, and that we, we, we need to understand as we start this process, a firm belief that God's going to resolve it. Mm. Um, and see, when I say resolve, um, I'm not saying <laughs> he tells you to live with it. Right. Well, just live with it um, and accept it. Uh, no. He says, I'm going to resolve it to where your life is still going to be beautiful, grand, and blessed in spite of what's going on, which means I'm mm -hmm. going to resolve these issues. I'm going to show you how to do it. And we'll talk, we'll get into conflict, for example, that, well, how is he going to resolve conflict? 
because this person is against me and they're not, they don't have a heart to do anything mm -hmm. other than keep hurting me. How is that going to be resolved? God says, I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. I will resolve at 100%. Now, by the way, and this is going to be important, not the way we want to. Because right. that's where the problem is. Well, I want. Do it this way. Mm -hmm. And God said, well, that's, that's, remember, when you go that way, you've separated yourself from me. I'll resolve it, but you're going to have to follow me into my resolution mm -hmm. and let me do it. And I'm going to show you some cool stuff if you have a heart to go. But that starts with God's going to resolve it. Right. Um, Just that statement alone um, reminds me, you know, we talk about the word control um, that personally, something I've seen during COVID is I believe that God has used COVID to highlight and to bring down for those who are willing to step into it, the idol of control. Mm. Um, because I think so often we we so desire to be in control and in doing that, we stay in the flesh. And right. you know, you talk about the causes of anxiety and worry, you know, staying in the flesh, staying in self and trying to solve things, living in a fallen world right. and the spiritual level of, of the enemy. Those are all things that are very real. But when we hold to wanting control, we are not allowing him to be in control. We're not surrendering to him and giving place for him to lead and guide. And honestly, in a lot of ways, and, and I know people would disagree with me, but I think there is some blessing in COVID in that it reveals where our heart is really at. Are we truly desiring control or are we truly surrendering that control to God and wanting to press in and say, okay, God, all of these things are going on, but I know I can trust you to resolve them, but I need to stay with you for you to do that. And as we learn what you're about to really talk about now, I think that is learning to surrender that idol of control yeah, and, and letting God be God. Yeah. And, and uh, when you think about it again, the simplicity of that is, um, you know, God says, um, nothing is too difficult for me. Mm -hmm. um, I can resolve this. And if you, he's saying to us as, as his children, if you try to resolve it, it's that aspect of you're trying to control it. Yeah. And by definition, see, you've walked away from me and you've right. separated yourself from me. And by the way, yeah. you've disqualified me from being able to resolve it. In order for me to resolve it, we have to learn, well, let's go to him who can mm -hmm. resolve it. Um, right. And I'm going to let control be his, not mine, mm -hmm. which is uh, how I enter into his place relationship and the place where he can resolve it in his powerful kingdom um, and he says you know trust me in that why and you and you made a statement about uh, COVID in a way uh, can be looked at as a blessing and it's in, and it can be looked at in this way uh, that does COVID matter to God that he can't deliver to you the the abundant life that he promised is COVID no. too no no, and, that, and that's what he's anyway. Yeah, and yeah. that's what he's trying to share with us is that in the world that could get more and more difficult and problematic and doesn't make any sense at all to you, mm -hmm. um, that doesn't prevent me, God speaking, from right. <laughs> delivering to you the the life and super abundant life that I promised you because I I didn't say right right if everything in the world lines up. Yeah. He said, but you know what does yeah. prevent him from doing it? Us yeah. staying with the idol of control. 
you know, he, he is a jealous God. He wants our whole hearts. And so that idol of control will keep us from stepping into the abundant life he has. And so how gracious that he's trying to highlight that to us. That's right. Um, and as he's, you know, preparing us for, you know, a difficult place. And again, um, I, I try to work with people who say, you know, well, I wish it was go back to the way it used to be. And I said, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think the world's going to get better? Uh, well, maybe, and maybe uh, shouldn't God make it better? Whatever. I said, well, why don't we uh, pick a time in history, uh, including mm-hmm. what you even think was a good time for yourself, and just pick it, and let's go back and live there for two two weeks and see what it's like. And right. and we would observe it and say, oh, you know what? It's not really as good as I thought. Uh, mm-hmm. Or man, this is awful. Uh, and boy, I'm sure glad I didn't live back then. And God says, well, then why do you care about how you're living now in the world you're living now? Don't you realize that I can deliver to you mm-hmm. the fullness of life despite what you're going through, which I think in an in a, in a, uh, interesting way is the blessing of COVID is God say, since you can't control it and mm-hmm. it is going to get worse, why don't you come to me? And let me deliver to you yeah. the life within this issue. And that's, that's a whole blessed, that is the blessing of it. Absolutely. So, so the first one we're going to look at is, um, he says, uh, as you're beginning to set up following me, uh, he said, start with that you take this issue, which can be, I have anxiety, deep anxiety. I don't even know all the things that I have. I have a specific mm-hmm. issue uh, I know what it is. I'm worried about it. I have a specific fear. I know about it. He says, well, cast this on me. So mm-hmm. go to go to Isaiah 55, 22. Oh, Psalms 55, Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Psalm. Yep, Psalm 55. My wife, Psalm sends, 55. My, my wife is in Linda's in Isaiah 55, and that's why she's, <laughs> she's been sharing with me a lot about that. So that's, that's been, been a yes. uh, Psalm 55. So, Psalm 55, 22 is cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Uh, permit the unrighteous to. Uh, Oops. Mm, no, let me look that up. I have it typed up. Uh, sorry, just a second. Well, maybe, maybe it says righteous. To, to I think moved. it does. Maybe, maybe it means to... moved away from the, from the trouble. From the life. 5522, correct? Yeah. Let me just make sure. It says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Be shaken. Um, oh, there we go. Another shaken. version. Yeah, shaken. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, it says, cast your care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what do I care about? I, I care about... Uh, there's trouble, there's uh, something I'm worried about, there's something I'm fearful about, I live in general anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he says, well, first of all, cast it on me and I, I won't have you be shaken. Um, mm-hmm. I, will, I will solidify you uh, so that you are uh, experiencing you know, my resolution. And he said, the first step is cast your care upon him. And we'll talk about how to do that. Um, he says that again in the New Testament, First Peter 5, uh, 9. Why don't you read that one? First Peter 5, 9 says, um, resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Okay. 
Uh, that's not the right verse. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Um, Maybe five eight. Well, uh, oh, sorry. It's it's uh, five uh, six and seven. Uh, okay. first, first Peter, Peter five, five six, six, and seven. Yeah, yep. right. I wrote the wrong one down there. Five six and seven. Sorry. I, um, here we go. You got it. First Peter five. Uh, I do. It six and seven. A second. I'm sorry. Um, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that He may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Okay. Uh, so again, the humility is uh, a willingness to join God in his uh, resolution, his way, his path, his will. Um, so it's I'm surrendering. Uh, humility is really about my will. Mm -hmm. I surrender my will and I'm not going to take control. I'm not going to pursue answering it myself. I'm going to pursue God. And then he says, while you do that, because I know you got an issue, you cast it on me, throw it over to me, give it to me, because why? Well, God says, I care for you. <laughs> uh, and he says, you got to trust that. Um, in other words, if I care for you, which is back to uh, Psalm uh, 55, mm -hmm. I'm not going to allow you to be shaken. Uh, right. Okay, what causes you to shake or to be unstable? Worry, fear, and anxiety. Uh, mm -hmm. He said, I'm going to resolve this for you so that you live with a complete uh, clarity of this issue you've got, which is real. Mm -hmm. I'll bring resolution to it. Um, and I have, a, I have a heart for that because why? I love you. Mm -hmm. I care about you. My see, God's, and this is the beautiful piece of God's heart is, you know, is he sovereign? Is he uh, omniscient? Is he omnipresent? Is he omnipotent? Yes. And we have a tendency to think, well, he's out there working mm -hmm. on all that big stuff. Um, and I don't really count. And aren't I just set in the world? to figure this out myself. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, it's a difficult place. Um, and he says, no, um, my life with you is, yes, I am all those magnificent things, but by the way, I care about you, what, personally? Mm -hmm. I, can, I know the issue you got. I know what's causing you fear, worry, and anxiety. Uh, let me resolve this for you, why? Because I, I want you, I want you to have freedom. Mm -hmm. uh, I want you to have joy. I want you to have peace. Uh, I want you to live a life of abundance, which I have for you, because nothing is too difficult for me. So the first thing is that we cast it uh, over to him. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Interesting. I was just going to say, I was spending a little time actually on um, Psalm 55, 22 this morning and, um, and just asking God, you know, you talk about how, how you converse when you're abiding. One of the things I ask him, I wrote the verse out, cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be shaken. And then I write, you know, what does it look like to actually cast your burden? Yeah. What does that mean? And so then I, I went in and I dug into the word cast, which is shalak. And that's literally to throw, to cast, to hurl, or to fling. Right. That is not, I'm going to toss you a softball and see what happens. 
It is not, I'm going to throw a little crumb and test God. It is, I am taking the whole of everything and I am casting it full on trusting that you are taking that on. Right. There's a very visual picture to casting that I think is even important as we look at that. And then um, I looked at the word burden, you know, cast your burden. And literally that is your lot, that which has been given to you. And so, you know, given that we live in a fallen world, we do have the lot of a fallen world. Yet we have the permission, in fact, the command to cast that lot on him and allow him to show us how to live in the life he intends for us, right. not in what was given to us by the fallen world. Right. Um, so um, uh, in a practical way, <clears throat> and we'll, pro we'll follow this as we go through it, is, uh, well, one, uh, write down what they are. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, you, would, you would answer the question, what am I bothered by right now? Uh, mm -hmm. What is, what do I worry about? What am I fearful about? What am I tend to be anxious about? And by the way, uh, complete the entire list, whatever it really is, including you can say, yeah, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of mad about how they're living, uh, making us live our life because of COVID kind of bothers me. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and, see, don't, and, and I would say, ahead. don't filter it. Right. Don't try to make it holy and sanitize it to, you know, write it down for real. When you see how David in the Psalms would cast his anxieties and his concerns to God, he was as absolutely real and blunt and did not suppress the emotion. He put it out there. This is what I think, feel, and believe God take it. And now let me come under what you have. Right. Um, and this is what it means, what it doesn't mean. Um, so then you take that list and you purposely, uh, when you cast it on God, it's a simple question. What do you have to say about this? Mm -hmm. um, so that when you cast it, you don't say this. All right, I'm just giving them all to you and I'll see you later. Mm -hmm. uh, hope, I hope you work it out because you told me to cast them on you. So I'm giving them to you. Right. Take care of them all. Uh, mm -hmm. And God says, well, uh, the process uh, has to mean you stay with me where in the kingdom, mm -hmm. understanding, walking with me into my resolution. Right. Not you giving it, saying, here, I give it to you, which is the first part. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to, to bring resolution to this. But then you walk, interesting enough, you walk back to the flesh. Okay, I give right. it to you and I go back and I still worry, fear, and anxiety and I try to figure it right. out. And, and I hope that you figure it out before I, right. before I come up with a solution. And then what we do is we do kind of paint that, like I've heard people talk about, and I'm sure I have done this too. So I'm not judging at all. I'm just saying, but I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I'm, I'm giving that over to God and I'm casting that on him. And then I just keep taking it back. Right. Um, and so that what you're, what you're describing is very different than casting and taking back and casting and taking back it's casting and putting it before, and then stepping with him step-by-step step as he goes. Yeah. If you're stepping with him, there's no taking it back. That's not even an option in the process. You're walking with him as he resolves and as he leads. Yeah, and the, Very different picture than what we tend to do. Yeah, and, and what it says is that by casting, the first step is cast it upon him, is I begin with a belief that he mm -hmm. will bring resolution. So you're going to him. 
I'm going to go to him. I'm going to hand over the resolution piece of it. Okay, now think about mm-hmm. uh, think about this and how beautiful this is. Why do we worry? Because we, we don't know the resolution. We don't have a resolution. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we keep processing. Uh-oh. This could get worse. And you take it to the and end. And what if, or, what if? Uh, or I'm afraid, I, you know, the obstacles are so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm in such a mess or I'm such a pickle that I don't see any way out of this. Uh, uh, and Goliath is standing there <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and there's no way I can beat this guy. Uh, you know, and they go to fear and dismay uh, or anxiety is just piled up, piled up, piled up, piled up. And well, I don't. Uh, yeah, I kind of understand the world's not going to get any better. It's mm-hmm. going to impact me in a more negative way. And it's just going to get worse. And it bothers me. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and this way it says, that's all true. Hand it over and go to the one that can resolve it. Mm-hmm. When it says cast it is, well, then come to me, lay them at my feet and say, Father, what do you have to say about these? And I'm willing to stay with you. And this is why we did a whole series on discerning God's will. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, and we have a course on that. Uh, that well, I got to learn what it means to receive, live in, and and experience the will of God about what my life stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which then will resolve it, and I won't I won't have fear and worry. I'll I'll be excited about what He's going to do. So, the first step is cast it on Him, and it's it's uh, you know uh, we urge you to write them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and without, and Kathy said it, don't censor anything. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't say, yeah, I really shouldn't be putting that one on. I, I know I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to feel that way, but write it down. And then you purposely uh, go to God and we're going to show you what this looks like. Uh, what do you have to say about this? Um, and you start to realize it. Okay. The next one, uh, is that, um, as you say, what have you got to say about this? You are specifically saying, um, God, you said you have solutions, um, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to come to you to receive those solutions. So go to Psalm 91, uh, 1 to 6. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. Yeah. So he kind of describes it all (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, and says, if you come to me, uh, what does God promise? What does he say? That he's going to be the refuge, the fortress. He's going to deliver us from these things. Um, and, and see, the very word deliverance, <laughs> he says, I, I know you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. I know that. I understand that. Uh, and he doesn't say, well, you should never be in trouble, so you never should need this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were perfect, you know, you wouldn't have this problem. Uh, he right. says, no, when right. you're experiencing trouble, um, trust me, um, I'm going to deliver you. And he describes mm-hmm. it from the snare, from the oppression, from the fear, from the enemy, from all mm-hmm. of these things that are happening. Right. I will provide a solution. Um, and you mm-hmm. see, he doesn't say, 
My solution is for you to put up with it. Right. He uses the word deliverance. He says he will deliver. I will That's deliver different. you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull you away from this mm-hmm. and put you back into a beautiful spot. Um, and you're not going to have to live with this as mm-hmm. a characteristic of life. Uh, don't, don't stay there. And my solution isn't to tell you, uh, well, you know, shape up. Uh, mm-hmm. be bigger. <laughs> um, Linda and I, when we were first married, um, we, uh, we, uh, went and, uh, we went from, I was, I was in a, from an executive, <clears throat> uh, at a fortune 500 company and I went to seminary and I took a church, um, uh, in downtown Chicago that was very super liberal. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, you know, they didn't believe in the Bible. They didn't believe in evangelism. They hired me because, <laughs> because I was cheap. <laughs> um, and they, in essence, didn't really do, didn't do their due diligence. Uh, I was going to gonna say, did they, they didn't vet you very much. They, they, did they? You know, <laughs> they didn't know, they didn't know what I believe, what I thought. And of course, at that moment, I was super zealous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm going to convert the world. And, hey, great, I got a liberal church. Uh, I'll start with this one, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I was a full-time pastor, uh, full-time se- seminary student. And, matter of fact, extra time because I want to get through fast. So uh-huh. instead of taking, you know, 14 uh, hours a quarter, I took 22. Uh, and I'm doing that. And I'm, and I'm a no-time husband and wow. no-time father. Uh, and, and, but my logic was, look at what I'm doing for God. Right. Uh, and <laughs> you so, hadn't let your learned the principle of margin. Huh? Yeah, no, no, not at all. Uh, and I had no, I wasn't even spending any energy on my marriage with Linda or the kids mm. who were small. Um, and Linda was, uh, you know, going from this big, beautiful executive uh, home in, in the country to downtown Chicago in kind of a dangerous neighborhood. It was kind of semi-dangerous. Mm. So she couldn't just go out to parks. There was be shootings right. and stuff. Um, so she's pretty unhappy. Uh, mm. And she's, she goes into, interesting enough, you talk about anxiety. She really drifted into a level of anxiety uh, mm. of uh, every day. It's, you know, I don't know, am I supposed to go out? Hey, Rich isn't around anywhere. There's no, there, our marriage is suffering. Our kids are suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my uh, comment to her was suck it up. Mm. Um, you know, come on, uh, you're stronger than this. Look at what I'm doing for God. And, wow. he, and you got to, yeah. you got to join me. And, and so she would be like, yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> but underneath it all, this is what we're trying to describe is her heart mm-hmm. stayed in that state of frustration and mm-hmm. Hey, this, this doesn't feel right to me. Right. Um, is this, is this the way Christian life's supposed to be? And particularly if you're mm-hmm. trying to serve God, and it feels this awful. Um, right. And, you know, my comment was, you know, uh, which is what a lot of Christians say to each other, put up with it, you know, suck it up and mm-hmm. look, look at what we're doing for God. And, There's a and, bigger purpose going on or so, something. So, um, yeah. uh, you know, and I, I won't go into uh, everything that happened, but uh, I'm doing that. And, uh, you know, and I'm, by the way, my position is I think I'm doing exactly what God wants me to do. And honey, mm-hmm. you know, uh, put up with it. Uh, I didn't know any better at all. So... <laughs> Uh, uh, a guy from a head of a Christian ministry, uh, it was a businessman's ministry, CBMC. Uh, he was the president and somebody had invited me to a lunch. Uh, and I came and he, he walks over to me 
and says, uh, God wants me to get to know you. So would you, mm-hmm. your, you and your wife come and spend some time with me and my wife, and then we'll just see where it goes. And uh, I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, so we go to his house. And um, actually, it was two hours away because he, he had traveled up to this meeting. So we drove down, and we're staying with him. Uh, and he said, tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, well, I've quit, I quit my executive position. I'm a pastor. I do this. I do that. I do all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Look at what I'm doing and uh, visit the sick. I preach, you know, and all this stuff. Uh, and he looks at me. <laughs> he, he leans across the table and says, what a bunch of crap. Oh, wow. You know, and I said, and I, I was, I, I was kind of sh- uh, shocked. And he, I said, what do you mean? He says, he says, you got your lovely wife here. Mm-hmm. You haven't said one thing about her at all. I know you got two kids. Mm-hmm. You haven't talked about them at all. I said, you're working for God, but you don't know God. Mm. Would, you like wow. to, would you like to know God? Yeah. <laughs> Linda says, yes, he would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and so uh, that began the whole process of, you know, you need to let God bring resolution. Right. So He's, did he really begin to teach you? Did he set you on the journey of learning to abide? He did. Yeah, he did. And what, is, what does God have to say? And, mm-hmm. you know, don't bring your own stuff into the equation. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just a young uh, believer. Right. And, and so I was, I had brought all this zealousness because of what other people had said you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know any better. Um, right. And so God's answer at that point was, yeah, I know. Um, uh, I'm not going to judge you, but I'm going to invite you to walk with me. And I, and I sent somebody to to invite you to that. You know, do you have a heart to go? And I said, yeah, I have a heart to go. And I start learning what, the, what it meant to walk with God and experience God um, and then get instruction from him. And he brought mm-hmm. resolution. And by the way, <laughs> he brought resolution to Linda's issues. Uh, which was really cool as she started uh, to go and say, okay, what do you got to say about this? And we would do that together. And he led us to, uh, well, you got to spend time with your wife. Hey, you got to spend time with mm-hmm. your kids and let me show you a different way. You know, so it was, it was really interesting. But uh, as we uh, are looking to God for resolution, uh, it's going to be his actual deliverance. Mm-hmm. of these situations. And he doesn't say, like we tend to say to each other, which is what I said to Linda, put up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll be holy if you put up with it. And God says, right. no, come to me. I'll resolve this. I mm-hmm. will deliver you from this particular issue that is really causing you worry, stress, and mm-hmm. anxiety. And, uh, and so... Um, if we did that, we said, we're going to cast our cares upon him. We're going to write him down. And now we're going to start the process of, I need to go deeper into understanding. He said, if you abide in the shelter of the almighty, which means I'm staying with him mm-hmm. to let him give me the resolution. And because why? Well, he's going to, and that's what we got to right. start to trust. So uh, as we you know, end this uh, the session, we'll go deeper into this next uh, tomorrow uh, as we move into the basics of, um, what do you do to start this? Uh, mm-hmm. And it all starts with, well, look at, look at what this word says. Start to receive it and believe it and say, I'm mm-hmm. willing 
okay, I got to learn how to do that. I got to learn how to cast my care. I got to learn how to stay with him to let him deliver me from this problem. But I'm going to go to him instead of trying to do mm-hmm. it myself. So that's, that's kind of beautiful. the, the beauty, beauty of it. So uh, we'll pick it up again tomorrow. Uh, if you have questions uh, about any of this, you know, questions at afjministry.com or on the YouTube uh, and we're going to continue. We're, we're getting into the meat of this now, and we're going to spend the next several uh, weeks, maybe a couple months, uh, going through the depth uh, to how do I get my fear, worry, and anxiety truly resolved so that I don't live that way anymore. And that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to say, because everyone tends to live that way, and God says you don't need to live that way. And, right. and we're going to give you some encouragement with that. Yeah, I'm excited about where you're going with this. And I love the illustration you shared today. Thanks for yeah. for giving that illustration, even from how you and Linda started on this journey. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, yeah. beautiful thing to hear. Yeah. Um, so thanks for joining us today, guys. We are looking forward to where God takes us on this journey and the freedom ahead for so many of you who are struggling in this place. Yep. Um, so again, be a friend, tell a friend and invite others to jump in the journey with us. And thanks again, Rich, for pouring out your wisdom yeah. here. Yep. God's doing some cool stuff. Yeah, he is doing some cool stuff. We'll see you tomorrow. Sounds great. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.